Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Homebrewed Evil. Hi! <laughs> it's Christmas, it's December, we got Christmas deco. Yay! <laughs> okay, today's story, let's just dive right into it, okay? But before that, subscribe <laughs> to our YouTube channel, follow us on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on Spotify. And um, Apple Podcast, if you are there. <laughs> yep. Today's case is called Sorcerer from Hell. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to react to that uh, one. We are talking about the one of the world's most prolific serial killers who's killed over 40 women. Oh god. I still don't know what to say to that. I'm not even going to say wild, okay? I'm banned from using the word wild because yeah. while I was editing last week's footage, I was like, God, does this girl know anything besides the word wild? Yeah, time to expand your vocabulary. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but can you just talk about the title again? Sorcerer from Hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this case is from Indonesia and it's Ooh. about a man who is a sorcerer. <laughs> Let's get into it, okay? So today we're talking about a man named Ahmad Surad G. Um, his original name is actually Nasib Kalawang. Uh-huh. And he was born on 12th of December, which is coming real soon, 1952. So he was born to like a Javanese mom and dad. Yeah. The dad is a farmer and a part-time practicing sorcerer. Ah, okay. Yeah, and by sorcerer, right, in Indonesia, what I mean is like... Black magic? Black magic. Ah. Like a dukun, they call them dukuns there. Uh-huh. And black magic, they also call them witch doctors. Also similar mm. to the Malaysian The case. Mona Fendi, we covered Mona yep. Fendi a while ago. And it's something super similar, but that was in Malaysia. And this is a little further in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so the mom was a housewife, and his name Nasib actually means fate. Ooh, yeah, that's but kind he of never cute. really goes by the name Nasib uh-huh. currently. Let me explain to you why. So Nasib is the main character of this story, the murderer who killed forty over women. Okay. Yeah. So he had a really rough childhood, a really terrible childhood. Okay. So when he was young, he often got into petty crimes, te- thefts. Mm-hmm. Fights, yeah. rebellious, like just um, vandalism and everything. He had a yeah. neighbor who he grew up with, and this neighbor, because I watched a documentary on this, so this neighbor described Nasib, or as we're gonna call him Ahmad, he called him very evil. He said that oh. we would f- we would play all the time, but I could yeah. always sense that his mindset was a little evil. Oh, so he's just very like. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just scared. Yeah. Like, you feel like he's going to do something. Yeah. And so, when he was just 19 years old, he was sent to jail for 10 years for oh. theft and violent behavior. Well, what is, like, what is the reason for it? Like, why? Like, I, what's his mom doing? Isn't his mom a housewife? I don't know. I think it's just the way it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Some kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got out um, 10 years later, and around 31 years old, he got yeah. back into jail. He was sent back to jail for cattle theft. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing then. Yeah. Because, okay, so the place in Indonesia, it's all like farming. It's all like, 
um, you you farm, you breed cattle, you breed yeah. animals. Yep, so that's why he was sent to jail for cattle theft. And finally, when he got out, he was restless. He was like, okay, you know what? And he just didn't want to lead this life anymore. He wanted to change. Yeah. He wanted people to respect him. And uh-huh. so he went back to his father and he learned sorcery. Uh-huh. Or as they call black magic, mm-hmm. right? So he wanted to do that. He wanted yeah. to go to that life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty wholesome, honestly. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's just been doing all these bad things and he wants to learn something else and obviously he looks to his father it's like yeah mm-hmm. it's pretty it's pretty wholesome it's wholesome but like he killed 40 women because of it so so like no yeah no um so he went to his father and he became a really highly reputable um witch doctor uh-huh. so they call him at this point he changed his name to Ahmad Surad G and uh, they also called him um, Dukun AS because you know for short form yeah. uh, they call him Dato and Dato is like a term that in Indonesia they use for like government officials like oh, wow. high people yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. and so then started like literally um, everything that he's learning right yeah. and here is the crazy part he got married okay mm. to three women so he had three wives which obviously everyone's okay with because it's a Muslim country and yeah. Muslim men are allowed to have up to four five four wives I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But they can have multiple, so yeah, it's yeah. not it's like it's normal. Yeah, so it's normal there, but what isn't normal or what isn't allowed is having sisters for wives. So the oh, three yeah. oh, no. the three women that he oh, married no. were all sisters. Oh that's no, you can't do that. Yeah, and the mom forbade it. She forbid it. She was like Well no. yeah, obviously you can't do that. Yeah, she said as a Muslim we're not allowed to. Yeah. And so, so he, he she kept saying no. She like um spoke to him about it three times but he just completely refused to listen to her. But damn mm-hmm. that's so, so rude. He got married. They got married. So the four of them lived together and they end up having nine children. Oh, yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot of children, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like three each or something. I don't know how it works. But anyway, um, the mom said this was blasphemy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then started him opening up his services. So how yeah. it would work is he would start for his neighbours first and then his neighbours would like, you know, spread the word of mouth and like, so oh my god, this guy yeah. is so freaking good, you need to go to him. Yeah. And so soon enough, like, government officials, oh business owners would start coming to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so also the wives had a pretty big part to play with everything because they would go and spread the word themselves like oh my god like are you a woman and you need help like come to my husband he can help you with anything you want Mm -hmm. you know just that girl to girl you know yeah like he's my husband he's really good you know like don't Mm -hmm. worry he's very trustworthy so they had a very big part to play in his success also yeah and here comes 1986 Okay, okay, the the present in the story uh-huh. where all shit just like hits the fan. Okay, all right. Is it gonna be wild? I can't say the word. It's crazy. It's cuckoo. It's whack. Like it's just like. What else can I say? What else can I use besides the word wild? I'm just gonna get into it. Okay. 
he had a dream of his father and mm. in the dream this is something that his father said to him when he was 10 years old okay okay which is drink the saliva of dead young women to achieve invisibility invincibility and invincibility invi- invincibility to live yeah. forever yeah. why okay why drink the saliva and then the oh, father really? said that it needs to be 70 women's worth of saliva Oh god. So Just like thinking about saliva. it is so gruesome. It's kind of disgusting, you know. It kind of? <laughs> This is so disgusting. Like what? Do you just not have enough digestive fluids? Like mm-hmm. I don't get it. And in a dream? Mhm. And so he woke up from the dream and he was like, I got to do what I got to do. The father in no way told him to kill. Okay? And so started his 11 years of killing. 11 years? 11 years. He was on the run, like, never caught for 11. He was never caught for 11. He was exactly where he was, uh-huh. all the time, doing everything. Uh-huh. Exactly the way he kept doing it, but he was never caught. I... Mm, mm. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. here's how he did it, okay? So, he became... He, he suddenly, like, because of his wives, right, going yeah. to other females and be like... He super trusted if you need any help like yeah. if you are scared that your husband's going to cheat on you or yeah. suddenly finds you unattractive or sees a younger woman like come to my husband like he yeah. got you covered if you're scared like your husband's going to like i don't know leave you yeah or you're scared that you can't find any husband like you think you're not very beautiful not very slim like come to my husband a fast solution easy solution and just like you get what you want mm-hmm. and so the wives had a really big part to play in him getting female customers right yeah. and so he became very popular among the ladies they would often go to him to get like um you know these kind of services and then here's what happens right usually the ladies because they're so shy to to and like tell anyone that yeah. oh it's because I'm so worried my husband's going to cheat on me so I'm going yeah. to the black magic mm-hmm. they don't do that like yeah people don't yeah, so just, they do it yeah. in quiet so nobody yeah. knows that he's going that these girls go to meet him nobody knows oh. so that's what played a big part of oh. him being able to get away for 11 years yeah. because no one knew that the girls went to meet him mm-hmm. yeah And so once it's just like this whole cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very convenient for him. Yeah, yeah. like it, everything just fits. Mhm. And so they go to his house, right? And then he gives him advice, spiritual advice, and then he explains like, "Okay, I have a ritual in mind. It's at the sugar cane um farm." Mm-hmm. field sugarcane field yeah and so they make payment they give him like all the money they put his their bags belongings there, and they're like let's just head over and then we'll come back and so yeah. they have to walk past like a cemetery yeah. from his house cemetery sugarcane plantation okay okay and so they go um to the sugarcane plantation and they're usually buried waist down Oh. Into the plant, so it's just their waist up, they're exposed, right? Uh-huh. And so he does some rituals. He kneels That's down. That's so creepy, yeah. though. Just being buried waist up, mm-hmm. like oh god, just the thought of that is already yeah. just. And so he grabs them, one hand around their mouth, and then one hand around their neck in this exact position, mm-hmm. strangles them to death until they finally suffocate and die. And then he proceeds to physically using his mouth to their mouth oh suck their saliva out and drink it. That's 
Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that? That's disgusting. And the worst thing is like these girls yeah. trust him so much that they sometimes oh would god. even hold the torchlight as their graves are being dug for them to be in. Yeah. Are you serious? They yeah. would just Oh my god. And then they would voluntarily get in and be like Yeah. Can you imagine the kind of fear they're gonna be in as they're being like strangled? Mm-hmm. And so after being, you know, after dying, what yeah. they do, what he does is he digs a grave, mm-hmm. puts them inside, covers up the graves, and yeah. here's the creepy part: like he buries them in a way that their heads are pointed towards his house. Why would he do that? Like why? Why? Why would he do that? He wants their spirit to have a pathway directly to him. For what? Wouldn't you power or something? That is okay. So here, okay, weird person who Mm -hmm. likes that, like ooh, vengeance spirits Mm -hmm. come get me or whatever. Okay, here's the thing, right? In Indonesia, these kind of like witch doctors, black magic is a very strong belief. They have three like top beliefs. So one is like telepathy, where you can um read someone's mind and yeah. you can also tell them like direct your thoughts into their mind yeah and then one is telekinesis which they believe that you can move the clouds so for example like it's gonna rain but we need to farm we need the sun so they move the clouds so that it doesn't rain mm-hmm. yeah and third they believe in clairvoyance which is um communication with the spirits mm-hmm. and so they believe that dukun as ahmad this murderer yeah. has some sort of a telekinesis where he can move the clouds yeah. and some sort of a clairvoyance as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sometimes when customers were low like not many customers were coming right he would yeah. straight up get like sex workers they would, oh. he would call them to the house and he would just do that because in his mind, it's like, it's taking too long. 70 is such a big number for me yeah. to achieve. So, like, the faster he wanted to do it, so he just got, like, literally sex workers when there weren't many customers. Mm-hmm. And so, he was the worst thing, to, right? like, do yeah. the practice? No, he, he called them in, like, hey, I want to use your services. Oh, oh, and yeah. then he just killed them, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So, here's the really messy, like, messed up part, okay? His mm-hmm. father never once in the dream... Um, say to kill anyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was Street just that you need to drink saliva yeah. of seventy women. Of seventy different women, you know. I mean, of, yeah, they could dead young s- women dead. So he thought oh. they would be very hard to get it, and he thought that if you were to use that way, like to wait for them to die and then to take it and drink it, it would be such a long process. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't wait. He wanted it fast. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. The whole thing is just so messed up. Yeah, it's I mean, so, so, it's so, so disgusting and crazy yeah. and like vile. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, here comes the part where he's gonna get caught. 11 years, oh, mind you, he's sorry. been doing this for 11 years. Yeah. It's okay, like, let people know you're here. <laughs> 11 years, he's been doing this uncaught, and 11 years, he murdered about 41 women. 42, 41, yeah. Mm hmm. Thank God he never hit like 70. 70, right? Um, but I don't think he would have gotten anything even if he hit 70 because I don't think he is really like magical or a sorcerer. The or fact anything. that it came to him in a dream is still kind of sketchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Cat. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
as I was saying, in April of 1997, there was yeah. a lady named Sri Kamala Devi, and she is a wife with a child, a newborn baby. Mm -hmm. Her fiance or her husband was going to leave her. He didn't want to be in a relationship. Oh. He didn't want to be married to her anymore. Mm -hmm. So he took his bags and he was about to leave. And she was just frantic. She's just yeah. had a baby. Yeah. So she, you know, went to get his services mm -hmm. to kind of like make sure that the husband doesn't leave her. Yeah. And so she took a trishaw, a trishaw, a rickshaw, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Those <laughs> kind of old where the man rides a bicycle and then yeah. there's a passenger seat, right? So she yeah. took those and she went all the way to his house. And the guy, the boy, it was a 15-year-old boy riding the trishaw. Yeah. He was like, where are you going, lady? You need to tell me where are you going. Yeah. But all the way she didn't say, she was just like, go straight. She was giving him like directions. Yeah. Go straight, turn left here, turn right here. And he was Such really a young late. Boy. Driving the trickshaw. I mm. mean, yeah, it's back in nineteen ninety seven. They just needed money. They, I think that's like normal and common. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, they start like working really early, or it could yeah. be like a part time job, or like helping the father. Yeah, yeah. And so he said that you know she didn't want to tell me until finally you know we were going getting nearer. Mm -hmm. So he just uh, she just said to me that I'm going to Dato AS's house, mm -hmm. and then he yeah. proceeded to like ask like huh so late why are you going? Mm -hmm. And then she said don't be nosy like just yeah. mind your own business and just get me there. Mm -hmm. And then finally when they reached she told him to keep this secret. He yeah. said like, please don't tell anyone not even my parents that I came here. Mm -hmm. And so she proceeded to go inside the house and as usual, as all the other times before, yeah. they sat down, they had a consultation, he briefed her on what needs to be done yeah. and then he said like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, I'm scared. And he uh -huh. said like, you will get everything that you've wished for, but first we need to go through this ritual. Yeah. And she said, I'm scared, I'm really scared, can you please get your wife to follow me? Mm -hmm. I would feel better if a woman was there. I would feel mm -hmm. better if your wife was there with me. Mm -hmm. And okay. so he said, fine. Like, he brought his eldest wife, his yeah. first wife, um, with him. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time his wife has ever followed him. They had no clue that he was doing the murder. Oh, they yeah, didn't know. They, they didn't know. Oh. Mm -hmm. They suspected. Oh, no. Yeah. Because the woman that come never yeah. go back. And then, right. yeah, so they suspect that he had something to do with it. Well, I mean, yeah, because all their stuff is still there, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I wonder what, I mean, they probably brought it up many times. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder what he had to say to it. Mm -hmm. And can you imagine, like, all these people are going missing and they're like, oh, but I just saw her in my house, like, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So they probably knew. He probably told them to just, like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I don't think the wives actually, like, said anything to him. I oh, think so they just... Yeah, because I don't think up. they, I don't think they are in like that environment where they can just like speak up against the husband. It's not that kind right. of a, um, mm -hmm. not that kind of an era yet. Actually, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just very docile, very. So they suspect and, and they just be that as it they is. They just yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright. And so here is where he gets caught, right? Mm -hmm. It was a heavy, heavy, heavy rain, and then finally the rain cleared up. And the farmer in the sugar cane field, yeah. he went on his regular checks. And now at this point, because of the heavy rain, you know, all the soil is kind of like shifted and like yeah. flowing down. He immediately like ran over to the supervisor. Yeah. 
who is his uncle mm-hmm. and he was like oh my god there's something weird about the soil like you need to come yeah. check it out like i've never seen anything like this before this is weird mm-hmm. and so they ran okay. and they inspected it so let me explain to you right indonesia is very like religious spiritual in this yeah. village especially so uh-huh. they immediately thought there was a ghost uh-huh. they thought that oh my god there's something unnatural supernatural happening here yeah and so they got more people so at this point there were like six people already mm-hmm. like oh, just looking at this soil yeah, yeah. that's no, some ghost they went soil closer yeah. and a foul stench just oh, hit no. them oh, this no. was three days later so imagine three days oh, no. of decomposition oh yeah shit. yeah and so it's really bad smell so they immediately called the military and the military oh, was oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> i know i was really shocked too like why the military maybe that's like just a regular police there i guess yeah or maybe they already knew the stench it's i don't know no i, I think know. the military is like the the police yeah okay. i think yeah. yeah so they called the military and the military was like okay like proceed to dig it if it's a body stop and Im- we will be there immediately yeah. if it's an animal then go ahead and like dispose of it however yeah. you you should mm-hmm. and then they started to dig it so six men started digging it okay i know this is a really sad story because like so many women died and I mean, I, this is where he finally gets caught this is the first yeah. body that's discovered but this part I can't stop but to think like laugh because uh-huh. it took 6 men to dig up the body and yeah. it took them 3 three tries 3 tries uh-huh. because they kept running away like they kept running away <laughs> scared I'm sorry. no because they were scared that it's a ghost oh. so they they were halfway digging and then they saw and the smell and then they ran away <laughs> And then they will muster up the courage, and then they will come again. Can you just imagine six in? like birdie men trying to dig out like these? And it was part of a commotion well, too, yeah. because there's like an audience now yeah. of everyone, yeah. yeah. And at this point is the annoying, irritating part where Suraj D, yeah. Suraj G, where Ahmad, he came over and he was like, "Don't be scared, guys. It's not yeah. a ghost. I can assure you, it's not a ghost." Mm-hmm. And then the men were like, "Okay, okay," and then they started to dig. Yeah. The fact that he's so cocky about it, like that's your mm. body that you buried, is being discovered. Yeah. And so finally, they managed to get it out, and they yeah. immediately informed the military. The military yeah. came down, and they started to announce, like, okay, um, this person is being found dead. And yeah. on Lucas, they immediately recognized that it was um, Sri Kamala Devi, mm-hmm. and they called mm-hmm. the parents over to identify the body. The yeah. dad was like, no hell no, that's not my daughter. That's not my daughter. The mom oh. came, saw the legs, just the legs, and she was like, "Yeah, that's my daughter." Oh, the father has yeah. been so much denial. Denial, yeah, and that's the worst thing ever. Like, yeah, I don't know why. I can't imagine how the mom must feel. I watched yeah. a documentary of the mom, and the yeah. mom was super freaking sad. Obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, up till today, she says that you know I feel like she's just gonna come home anytime now. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's just traveling. Yeah. I can't forget her. Mm-hmm. There's no way, like I, I can't imagine what she must have gone through. Yeah. No one was there. She was alone. She was so scared. Yeah. Yeah, and she was like, I mean, it's true. I mean, like, I can't imagine like yeah. how it must have felt the fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for every woman, like for every woman, the same goes to them. To yeah. trust and to go. Yeah. Yeah. And so when word got out of. You know, um, Sri Kamala Devi gone missing. 
um, that's when the boy Andreas, Andreas, who was a 15 yeah. year old Trishaw rider, yeah. he came forth to the police and he was like, okay, she told me that she was going to the Dukun's house. She's mm-hmm. going to Dukun AS's house. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they were like, okay, let's immediately go yeah. and check him out. And so they went and they checked him out and her bags and her things were all in the place. Well, in I his mean, house yeah. and they immediately it. arrested him and he was like you know what yeah she came over because she had a fight with her husband but I finished up and that's it like I sent her home mm-hmm. or maybe she forgot her things in my house but the police were not having it okay yeah. they had like such an intense interrogation mm-hmm. they grilled him yeah. for hours they started scolding him like yelling at him mm-hmm, they yeah. were just not having it good yeah, yeah. Good. and finally he confesses mhm I can't imagine being one of those interrogation mm-hmm. policemen, man. Like, all of these cases are so intense. Like, mm-hmm. you have to sit there and, like, you don't know what's true, you don't know what's a lie. You know what is his confession? I'm going to mm-hmm. read Let's to you word yeah. to word. This is translated. He said it in Bahasa, Indonesian. Yeah. And this is loosely translated. We are all human beings. We have our own strengths and weaknesses. If I remember correctly, I murdered 42 women. I didn't suspect I was going to get caught. I did not try to run away when I saw the police because mm-hmm. I had resigned to my fate. This is what he r- confessed to the police. So the mm-hmm. police were like, did he just freaking say 42? Like, hold up, hold up, hold up. We interrogating you for this one <laughs> woman yeah. and you're gonna tell us 42. He, they were just like, did I hear you right? Like, did I... 40 freaking 2? Yeah, uh, 42. Mm. If I remember correctly, 42. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm appalled. And so, obviously, the police led a huge excavation project yeah. team out in the sugarcane field. Yeah. They had so many people working around the clock. The military, yeah, yeah, the police, yeah. the government mm-hmm. officials, mm-hmm. the town people, everyone was freaking there. It was like a freaking night market they said, a pasamalam. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was wow. like everyone was there. Everyone was watching. Mm-hmm. Everyone said that they were traumatized. They were it was surreal. Mm-hmm. It was just a big shock. Yeah, like this when they saw nowhere. bones and skulls being oh dug out of the sugarcane field. Yeah. Mm. The farmers there, they were like, I walk here, I work here, and mm-hmm. there's a freaking bone and skull. There was a girl buried here. Mm-hmm. And you know what? After a while, it got too much. Like, it was too slow. It was taking too long. Mm-hmm. They, started, they started in the afternoon, and they yeah. only ended in dawn the next day. Oh. And so they had to bring in bulldozers. They mm-hmm. brought in bulldozers, and they just scooped out the land. They just scooped oh. out. And so they, they just destroyed the factory? Not the, the factory, field, the, the yeah. field, yeah. And finally, they oh. found, like, 42 set of bones mm-hmm. and skulls. And... Um, they did some testing to the skull and they managed to identify that all of them were female. The way mm-hmm. the skull yeah. uh, they tells your gender and your age. Ah, so okay. they managed to get that the age range of all found were mm-hmm. from 17 years old to 40 years old. 17? 17, 17. Years. 17. Yeah. yeah. 17. What's a 17 year old going doing black magic? 
until trial begins and no one wants to take his case at all. Oh, like, uh-huh. because he's already confessed to the police, right? So what exactly... What can you defend? Yeah. But here's the thing, right? He finally managed to get a lawyer and like a defense for himself. And here's the weird thing, right? They were all like... Um, suddenly got him to retract his statement. So he oh. retracted his statement. He was like, no, I wasn't like... I wasn't of sound mind when I said it. Like, I'm, I'm like, weird. I was talking cap. Yeah. Bullshit, so, man. Like, literally, oh, I, I, yeah, I killed, uh, I think, 42 women. And then, like, two days later, yeah, no. Yeah. And so, finally, what happened was, um, he went for a psych eval. Yeah. Psychiatric evaluation. And the psychiatrist yeah. said that he has antisocial personality disorder, which basically means that he's a psychopath. Oh. Psychopath. Right. Yeah. And so, wow. it means, what this means is that you're fully aware of what you're doing. You're fully aware at all times. Yeah. And you continue to do it despite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright. So, yeah. he's fully aware. Yeah. He's just evil. Yeah, he's just evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knew what he was doing and he, he went and didn't he care. did it anyway. He didn't yeah. care, yeah. And so that's that's what um the whole antisocial personality disorder is. And the trial was wild, okay? There were so many people. It was like everyone, every villager was there. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. foreign media. Everyone was just Damn. like like they were hating him. There was yeah. so much yeah. this as they should, yeah. you know, as they should. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think they anyone yeah. should be supporting him. No, no. Mm-hmm. everyone was super upset with him, and so this really affected the trial in a way because right. everyone says kill him, kill him, kill the guy, kill the guy, kill yeah. the murderer. And at this point, the villagers went over to his house and completely ransacked and tore down and leveled oh, his house. Damn. Like everything, they stole all of his belongings, stole man. everything, and then yeah. just like completely destroyed everything. If you go there now, there's literally just a piece of concrete rock there. Damn, yeah. they really like messed it up. Yeah. And so he was finally sentenced to being, um, you know, fired by a firing squad to death. Then and I've never really heard about this before, but basically mm-hmm, you just yeah. get shot at. Mm-hmm, yeah, you're shot to death. Yeah, so he was shot in the chest and yeah. he took three minutes to die. Three minutes. Mm-hmm. Which is super unfair because Sri Kamala Devi, she took like freaking 15 minutes of suffocation oh. before she died. Yeah. Oh, no way, yeah. man. And then they only gave him three minutes to his death. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so lame. That's so low. Yeah. Why? Like, he deserves to suffer more, honestly. Like, yeah. why didn't they just shoot him in the feet and let him bleed out? Yeah. That's a much better idea. You yeah. should write sentencing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys, it's crazy. His wife was supposed to get the same sentence, but ended yeah. up it got changed to life imprisonment instead. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so, mm. um, life imprisonment, I'm not sure if she's out yet, because I know sometimes life imprisonment just means a certain amount of years. And they can be that on good behavior. Yeah. Or it can just be mm-hmm. shortened. The mom, Sri Kamala Devi's mom, is super freaking upset. Mm-hmm. She says that how dare she's let out. She was there watching my daughter die, you know, yeah. helping bury her. Like, she deserves to die as well. Yeah. But honestly, I think, like, this is better, life imprisonment, because you get to stay there every single day, suffer and reflect and think, like, yeah. how you should not have done it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's just more mentally Death taxing. would have been the easy way out. Yeah, I mean, he died yeah. in three minutes compared to, you know... Yeah. The suffocation that all 42 women went through. Mm-hmm. Or even more, we don't know if 42 is how many he actually killed. Mm-hmm. Finally, he was shot to death 
death right and and so they wanted to bury him in his hometown Medan but yeah. you know Medan is where um Sri Kamala Devi is being buried oh. so imagine the mom's like there's no way I'm going to the cemetery to see my daughter and yeah. she's right there Mm-mm, and nah, so uh. she got together with the villagers and they all protested Damn. and they got him kicked out of there and so finally so he didn't let he him get buried Damn. it took him three villagers okay three tries to be finally buried in a cemetery oh my because gosh. the next village they were like hell nah the next hell nah and so finally he yeah. was you know given like a space to be buried in a cemetery mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and you know what's they really, the worst really thing him. yeah like as they should man mm-hmm. you know what's the worst thing all the 42 bodies yeah um the skulls and the bones they can't mm-hmm. be identified at all oh no so yeah the, so, so you don't know who it is okay so here's the worst thing right is that Maidan actually has a missing case uh, report up to like 80 people 80, and so yeah 80 so you don't know who is who you know you don't yeah. know if they are really missing or they are part of this and some people believe that all the 80 missing people uh-huh. is killed by Ahmad damn yeah they say that there's more but he just doesn't want to say mm-hmm. and then the Indonesian government they wanted to continue excavating digging and finding for the remaining yeah. to see if there's any other right mm-hmm. but they had to stop once they reached 42 because there's just so much of resources being used mm-hmm. it was so expensive to get it done too that's so yeah. tragic that's so sad mm-hmm. I mean but it also makes you think what if there was some other black magic sorcerer who was also doing this mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't know and like also if he hit 80 he would have already completed his goal of 70 Mm-hmm. So I really don't know. I feel like it's possible, mm-hmm. but it's just so upsetting to the fans. They don't know if he's missing or if he's just dead, or if they're just dead. Yeah, you guys, that's crazy, no? Damn, like it's just like this whole case is just mm-hmm. what a wild yeah. case. Yeah, like forty-two women. Do you think he did it? Do you think he actually killed more than 42? I, f- I don't know how I feel about it. Like, maybe. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it's possible, but mm-hmm. I also feel like 42 is just such a specific number. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I killed yeah. 42. And no one believes that he has um any supernatural powers because if he had, why didn't he just try to escape? Why didn't he try to get out of jail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they kind of lost belief in him after yeah. that. Yeah. But it's so crazy. I mean, mm, yeah. Yeah. It really is. He was supposed to be like a healer, you know, like help yeah. the farmers, you know, move clouds so that they don't get, you know, disturbed by the rain, yeah. you know, like that kind of healer. Mm-hmm. Not like just like power and like killing people. Mm-hmm. He was like he, he drank this, mm-hmm. like, like he sucked it out of them. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's so disgusting. When people ask, right, why did you kill them? Like, why did you have to kill them? He yeah. just said, like, it's just so much easier to make money if I kill them because I get to yeah. I get to rob them and I get mm-hmm. I will get away with it. I will never get caught if they're dead. Like who's gonna out me to the police? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he really thought that killing them he would never get caught and it gave him so much of money. It was much easier to make money this way. Then. Mhm. Can't imagine this. I feel awful for all the girls and what they've been through and how yeah. painful and how scary it must suffocated. have been. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace to all of them, man. Like, yeah. I'm just, right, like, I, my sympathy to the family mm-hmm. and to, like, Sri Kamala Devi's family and rest in peace to her. Yeah. The mom was, like, 
in the documentary just crying and mm-hmm. super upset and I feel so like I don't know yeah, I feel horrible mm-hmm. yeah you guys but that's it for today's story um, let us know if you know more information about this case I just feel like, disgusting yeah, after hearing leave it this down case in the comments. it's crazy like this is my biggest question like do you think he murdered more than just the 42 women and also do you believe in black magic mm-hmm. because it feels like so far the cases that we read it's like scammers yeah but then again yeah. you know if there was someone who's actually doing black magic mm-hmm. and actually doing all this healing then mm-hmm. they're good you know they but you know he, like maybe murder. he did in the beginning but then this thing was just messed up maybe yeah. he actually had some kind yeah. of um telekinesis or mm-hmm. clairvoyance mm-hmm. yeah but it's so crazy you guys let us know if you know more and let us know if you enjoyed this case like mm-hmm. it's so crazy to think how this is real this is one yeah. of the world's most prolific serial killers ever mm-hmm. one of the most mm-hmm. craziest most bizarre most mm-hmm. scariest um serial killers ever mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. subscribe Damn. to our youtube channel um like our video share our video it helps a lot it really helps a lot you guys help us it motivates <laughs> us to do more yeah mm, yeah so follow us on facebook instagram twitter um subscribe on youtube like share comment and on <laughs> spotify um follow us on spotify you can't really do anything else there um if you're on apple podcast then you can you know support us there as well um but yeah that's it for today's um video you guys thank you so so much for listening um Bye. Bye.